Welcome to the Mount Olive Baptist Church podcast. I'm Pastor Carl Stokes. We appreciate you being here today with us. Our desire is to preach the Word of God effectively and clearly so that you can understand God's desire for you in your life. Good morning, church family. It's good to be with you this Sunday morning. I want to welcome you to our worship service time. Um, You know, today is uh, the Sunday before Memorial Day, and usually we have an opportunity and a time when we're together uh, to uh, honor those veterans who uh, are those individuals who gave their life in, in battle. Uh, as they uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice um, in in wartime, and uh, oftentimes we have the the flags out at the cemetery to to memorialize those individuals. Memorial Day, unfortunately, doesn't mean what it used to mean uh, for a lot of people. Memorial Day is a day in which uh, we uh, basically uh, have just another holiday, but today uh, is is more than just a holiday. It's more than just a weekend where there's uh, grilling in the backyard or uh, uh, the start of uh, uh, different, th- traditionally, uh, it's the start of the Indy 500. Uh, I doubt there's any races going on today. Uh, with the COVID-19 thing. Uh, uh, traditionally, it's a day in which uh, school is almost out, but this year, of course, uh, because uh, how things are, school's already out. Uh, swimming pools in the communities usually open this time of the year because it's the beginning of summer. Um, I don't know how many are, are actually being opened with uh, social distancing and all of that, but this is uh, for a lot of people, uh, traditionally, the first time for a lot of things like picnics and grilling out and going to the lake or going to the river, going to the beach, uh, enjoying uh, time together uh, because of the holiday. It's it's not always what uh, it's more it's supposed to be it, it's not uh, a time of remembrance uh, that it was originally dedicated to become um, so let's join together in prayer and ask God to bless us as we begin this uh, day of, of remembrance uh, but more importantly a day of worship uh, worship of the Lord Dear gracious Father, Lord, we thank you so much for the opportunity uh, to come together as as your people, to come together and to worship you, to exalt you, to to magnify your holy name. Lord, we we thank you for bringing us together once again uh, as a family of God, even though we're separated in our homes. uh, We have the word of God that brings us together, the spirit of God uh, that unites us as a a body of Christ. And Lord, no matter what distance there may be between us, we'll always be a part of the family of God and the body of Christ. And so, Lord, we thank you for uh, this uh, privilege uh, that we have together uh, 
uh, as as a body of Christ to uh, to worship you, to magnify you, to to glorify your name, and to uh, to remember. Uh, that through all the challenges of life, through all the difficulties of life, uh, we can turn to you and we can rely upon you uh, to to carry us through. And so, Lord, we pray that as we uh, join our hearts together, Lord, that we would turn to your holy word. And, Father God, that we would uh, uh, focus and dedicate ourselves to living for you. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Amen. Well, uh, today being uh, the Sunday before Memorial Day, uh, it provides us an opportunity to uh, uh, consider uh, how Memorial Day grew. Uh, Memorial Day grew out of the human need to remember uh, where we've been. Uh, Only then can we figure out where we are going if we are mindful of our past. The cherished memories of a nation, a town, a church, or a family provide the values and dreams that one generation passes to the next. Forgetting uh, the purpose and the meaning of Memorial Day, forgetting means dropping the torch. And all of this was on the mind of President Abraham Lincoln on November the 19th, 1863, as he made his way uh, to uh, the Pennsylvania battlefield. And he feared that he might be the last president of the United States. Uh, The country was teetering on the brink of self-destruction, and the ceremony that afternoon would dedicate the site of the cemetery for over 40,000 soldiers killed at Gettysburg in the three-day battle the previous July. You know, uh, Abraham Lincoln was was traveling by train, and as he thought of these things, he uh, jotted down the words that became infamous. Lincoln's remarks provided the seabed for what would become Memorial Day. Uh, uh, And let's remember those words. He said, fourscore and seven years ago, our fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Now we are engaged in a great civil war testing whether that nation or any nation so conceived and so dedicated can long endure. We are met on a great battlefield of that war. We have come to dedicate a portion of that field as a final resting place for those who here gave their lives that that nation might live. It is altogether fitting and proper that we should do this. But in a larger sense, we cannot dedicate, we cannot consecrate, we cannot hallow this ground. The brave men living and dead who struggled here have consecrated far above our poor power to add or detract. The world will little note nor long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. It is for us, the living, rather to be dedicated here to the unselfish work which they who fought here have thus far so nobly advanced. It is rather for us to be here dedicated to the great task remaining before us, that from these honored dead we take increased devotion to that cause for which they gave the last full measure of devotion 
that we here highly resolve that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation shall have a new birth of freedom, and that government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from the earth. You know, uh, those words by Lincoln uh, were so short. You know, uh, it basically took him about two and a half minutes to utter those words that we remember even to this very day. Uh, it took everyone by surprise that that he would uh, uh, speak for such a short time. I mean, most politicians, they go on and on and on. Um, but those words about freedom, about dedication, about commitment, uh, though they speak of patriotism and speak of, of the sacrifice of men that were given in battle, uh, they uh, bring to mind the words of Scripture uh, that are found in Psalm chapter 20. And they, more than anything, give us <coughs> an uh, understanding of, of what it truly means to be a Christian. Psalms 20 says, The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. In the name of God of Jacob defend thee. You know, these, these words are are words that very well could be said on a battlefield. And we, uh, to this day, even though we're not in a uh, military battle uh, here today in our community, in our home, there are people who are in a battle. Not just a military battle like is, is in Afghanistan and Iraq and other places like that, but a spiritual battle. A battle that uh, that continues to wage within the hearts and lives and, and the battle that, that they wage today and that you and I wage today will determine the type of, of church that will uh, continue to stand, uh, that has stand, stood for so long and so many have given their heart and life so that we might have the privilege of being able to worship God and knowing God. It says, The Lord hear thee in the, in the day of trouble. And though we're going through a very difficult day today, a day in which we are battling issues of a disease that we can't see, uh, infections that we don't even know that we may have or those who are infected may know that they have until it's long too late, until the symptoms begin. We are in a day of trouble in this nation. A trouble that is born of, of spiritual significance. Not just of a disease. It says, David says, the Lord will hear you in your day of trouble. And for so many, that's difficult for them to remember when all hope is lost and where uh, so many have gotten so... Uh, convinced that that things won't improve, that they've taken their life as a result of learning that they have this disease. But God hears us in our day of trouble. 
David says, the Lord will hear you in your day of trouble. David well knew what it meant to live a life of trouble, a life of difficulty. Not only was uh, the, the people of Israel battling uh, uh, their enemies like the Philistines and the Amalekites and many others that were all around them, David was also battling the the fact that uh, the king, King Saul, king of Israel, his own father-in-law, was so against him that, and so jealous of the way that people revered David, and so jealous of the fact that uh, that David was was. Victorious on the battlefield, that he became jealous and and wanted to kill David. He he uh, became psychotic, crazy, trying to kill David right in the temple. As I mean, right in the palace, as David was trying to uh, play the harp to to soothe the the spirit of of uh, uh, of Saul uh, and. David was being chased all over the countryside by Saul to, uh, uh, and, and, uh, and so David understood trouble. He says, The Lord will hear you in your day of trouble. In the name of the God of Jacob, defend thee. You see, that's for so many, they, they've forgotten who's waging the war. Who's waging the battle? It's not us. Uh, we're, we're not battling this. This is God's battle to, to bring victory. God is the one who's waging the war against the, the things that would cause us to stumble and, and falter and fall away from Him. It is God who, in verse 2, He says, will send thee help from the sanctuary and, and strengthen thee out of Zion. Now remember, Zion is the holy mountain of God. Uh, Zion was uh, oftentimes referred uh, to Jerusalem. Zion uh, was a way in which uh, they uh, would speak about Jerusalem, not as the city itself, but the place in which God dwelt. And so what uh, David here is saying is the uh, the name of, of God, the Jacob, will defend you and he'll send you help out of a sanctuary, the temple of God, the dwelling place of God, out of uh, the city of Zion. Uh, that is uh, where all the Israelites in David's day associated with the presence of God. Now during Moses' day and as they were coming out of Egypt, uh, the dwelling place of God was uh, in the Holy of Holies there uh, in the tabernacle uh, on the mercy seat of the Ark of the Covenant. Uh, But in David's day, they saw the place of God's residence as uh, the sanctuary, the the the, uh, the uh, out of Zion, the Zion there is is where they associated with the presence of God. It says uh, God is going to help you, and God is going to send help from His very presence. It's not that God is going to send someone else to take care of your needs. It's not that God is going to uh, to care for you by by uh, uh, delegating it to someone else. God Himself will defend you 
That's an awesome th- a thought, uh, a tremendous thought uh, of the fact that, uh, that God Himself will watch over you, protect you, and, and keep you from uh, the difficulties that you face. And so David is saying, uh, when you're in the midst of trouble, don't worry. God is there for you. God is there to hear your pleas for help. He's there to defend you, to to send you help. He says in verse 3, Remember all of your offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Uh, This is a plea from David to God. Uh, He's saying, God, remember all the offerings that I've offered up uh, to you. And he says, grant uh, thee according to thine own heart and fulfill all thy counsel. He's saying, God, I want to walk according to your will and desire. I want to, to do what you would have me to do. I want to walk according to your desire, according to your heart. I, I want to, uh, God, I, I want to, to live the way that you counsel me to live. And so often we fail to, to look to God uh, when we go through difficulty. Uh, we we think, you know, okay, what is it that I need to do? What is it that I can do? How can I pay for this? How can I make this right? Do I need to uh, to go and do this, or do I need to go and do that? What what we really what David is saying is is that God is going to deliver us. God is going to uh, to care for us. What we must do is to walk according to God's desire for our life. We need to follow in His put, uh, foot. Footprints. We need to follow him in his pathways. We need to listen to his guidance, his counsel in our life. We and he says, then we will rejoice in thy salvation. In the name of our God, we will set up our banners. Now. So uh, when we listen to God, when we hear God's voice, when we al- allow God to, uh, to give us counsel and direct us, He says God will give us uh, uh, His salvation. He will deliver us from the enemy. He will allow us to, to, to be delivered. He will give us salvation in our life. He will uh, deliver us. And he says, in the name of God, of our God, we will set up our banners. Now, uh, these banners that he's referring to uh, is uh, it, it's a, a way of of uh, bringing attention to something, a standard. Uh, and what would happen would be is whenever a, an army would go into battle, they would lift high a banner that would uh, declare the 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 kingdom. That would uh, they would follow in allegiance uh, the leaders that would guide them uh, into battle, and and they it was a uh, their banner was a way of of rallying the 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 soldiers. It was a way of rallying rallying the people uh, to, to help people to understand this is this is what we're going to battle for. And remember, um, one of the names of God is Jehovah Nisi. It's, uh, God is our banner. He's the one in which we follow into battle and the one in which uh, we, uh, we uh, uh, show our allegiance to and 
And so David is saying is, is uh, we'll raise our banner. Uh, we will show our allegiance to God. We will show others that, uh, that He is the one that we uh, follow. And, and God is the one that, that will deliver us. And, and uh, he's saying when we uh, receive our salvation from God, when God delivers us, when, God, uh, when we rejoice in the salvation of God, we'll raise high the, uh, and praise God. We will uh, glorify God in that He is bringing us salvation and we will follow Him because He is delivering us and we will uh, 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 allow Him, others to see uh, that we are we're allowing Him uh, to lead us and to guide us. He just talked about uh, following in the pathway of God and, and heeding His counsel. And, and so uh, he's saying we will rejoice at what God is doing and we will show others that the pathway uh, to righteousness is following God. And, and we need to remember that. We need to remember that for our own life. And we need to remember that even in the midst of our troubles, in the midst of our difficulties, and, and the, uh, that we need to follow God and lead others to follow Him as well. He says, uh, Now know I that the Lord saves His anointed, and He will hear Him from His holy heaven with the saving strength of His right hand. It says here that, uh, that God will save us. Now know I that the Lord saveth His anointed. That word save is from the primitive word uh, in Hebrew, yasa which pro- uh, means uh, properly to be open, wide, or free. Uh, to be safe. Uh, uh, it, it means to uh, uh, to succor, uh, to free, to, to gain all the... Uh, and, and what he's trying to show is an image of, of you know, when you, you think of a, of a baby that is, um, is nursing from his mother... Uh, that doesn't happen unless uh, the baby feels safe, the baby feels secure, the, the infant, the child uh, feels as though he can gain the nourishment, the, uh, the nutrients that he needs to, to, uh, uh, to grow and, and to live. And so uh, uh, he, he's saying, now I know that God is going to save me cause me to feel safe cause me to to uh, to gain all that i need to uh to to receive all that i need to grow to to be nourished to be uh able to live he says now i know that god is going to provide all of that for me his anointed and he is going to hear me from his holy heaven and He's going to bring uh, to me uh, His saving strength of His right hand. So uh, this is an image that, that David is creating of, of 
coming to victory, of coming to uh, the saving strength of God, of being. And each time that this says Lord here in your in your Bible it refers to uh, the name of God of Yahweh, which is the uh, uh, the the uh, uh, the intimate personal name of God. And when it says God here, uh, the name of our God, it, it is. Uh, each time it says God in this, uh, these short, short, short verses, it is the word Elohim, the, uh, the, the creator God. So the God of all power, the God of all might is going to deliver us and, and cause us to feel so safe that we would be intimate with Him in our understanding and knowledge and that He will uh, provide for us what only He can give, the, the, the ability to, to receive the, the saving uh, strength from, from the... Uh, from uh, receiving the the nutrients, the the uh, the ability to grow and to and to be nourished, to uh, to be able to survive, he says God is going to be the one who gives us that. Why? Because He is the one who is delivering us. He's doing this personally, not because. There's no one else there to do it, but because He desires to, to be personally involved in our life. God, God doesn't farm this stuff out. He doesn't send some lackey to, uh, to take care of us. He desires to know, uh, to share with us the, the knowledge that, that we can know personally that we're going to be delivered and that we're going to be cared for. He says in verse 7, some trust in, in chariots and some in horses. He's, he's talking about uh, how some people, uh, some individuals trust in, in military might, trust in their ability to overcome. He says some trust in chariots and some in horses. He's referring to, the, uh, for the, to, to uh, a militaristic uh, ability and, and some individuals trust in, in the ability of of things they can do for themselves. He says, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Why? Because He is the one who's brought us deliverance. He is the one who has brought us salvation. He says, some are going to trust in, in their own ability to, to save themselves, but we trust in God. We trust in the Lord our God. Uh, he is, uh, they are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and we stand upright. We remember our God and we understand and know that He is the one that brings us salvation. He is the one that can bring us through this difficulty. And what a thing to remember. It's not in the military might that we uh, today that we uh, remember the sacrifice of all those who've gone before us uh, in battle. It's not a militaristic uh, remembrance. We remember the sacrifice they made, but it is God who brought us through the conflict. It is God who brought us victory on the battlefield, not, not just the, the sacrifice of those who fought and, and, and fell in battle and the sacrifice of those who went into battle to fight for us 
for our freedoms. But we, we lean on God. He is the one who brings us salvation. And we must remember that it is He that always brings us victory. It is God who, who we must trust in. We must never trust in our military might. We must never trust in the ability to raise a, an army uh, that is, is ready for battle. We must never trust in the, the misguided uh, uh, thought that we uh, are always standing on the in the way of right of right and of God and that God will always give us victory we must stand in our Lord and Savior we must walk in the righteous pathway uh, even when those whom we revere want to take us into battle that is not just we must trust in the Lord trust in him and not follow uh, when man wants to lead us astray, we must follow our Lord and our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen. We stand upright. Why? Because we are following after God. He says, save, Lord, and let the king hear us when we call. He's referring to the king, uh, God as our king. This is this is uh, is not a call for us to to follow our leadership blindly, but he's saying, God, Lord, save us and help us to follow you, our our only King. Help us, Lord, to to only follow you. And we'll have leaders who lead us astray. That we will have leaders that do not have uh, the Lord's interest at heart from time to time throughout our history we will have leaders that uh, will make bad decisions as long as we follow after our lord and savior our god and we will always be in the way of right and david is is speaking of of coming through a battle and he's saying lord uh, don't show your devotion to me Show your devotion to God. We must follow after Him. And as we remember and revere uh, those who've fallen uh, for us, we do not worship them. We do not not lift them above us to be worshipped. We worship a risen God. We worship our Lord and God who is the one who delivers us in whom we place our trust. It is His banner that we raise. It is God's banner that we follow. And we follow Him. We follow our Lord and King, our God and our Creator. We follow Elohim. We follow Yahweh. We follow our God. And as much as we honor those who have paid the ultimate price for our freedom, we honor and worship our God who sent His Son to die in our place on the cross of Calvary for our sins. We worship Him. We depend upon Him for our deliverance. We depend upon Him to see us through the battle. And we trust in Him. Let's pray.
Dear gracious Lord and Father, we do exalt You and praise You for all that You are. And we praise You, Father, for allowing us to place our trust in You in the midst of the battle, in the midst of the storm, and in the day of our our greatest weakness, we turn to You. We turn to You to deliver us from this battle of COVID-19, and we turn to You to trust in You to lead us into victory. Lord, we praise You and thank You for the fact that we can trust in You, one who will never let us down, who will never falter, never lead us astray. Lord, help us to follow You. Help us to to be led in Your pathway, in Your righteousness so that we might find salvation in You, that we might follow You. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, thank you once again for being with us today as we worship God, worship Him. And we praise Him for bringing us through every battle, every conflict, and every trouble that we face. I want to remind you that next Sunday morning we will meet together as a body of Christ at 9.30 at Mount Olive Baptist Church in the uh, field behind the church beside the sanctuary, uh, beside the uh, uh, cemetery between it and the annex we will have our worship service together as a body of Christ. Uh, this is the best time that we feel that uh, we can begin to ease back into meeting together and uh, taking the proper steps to uh, easing back into a time where we can be together uh, safely. Uh, we've taken into account the uh, uh, many have wanted to meet uh, this Sunday, today, uh, and my heart uh, desires that we would have met last Sunday as a body of Christ together at church uh, and and prior to that uh, but we've uh, the leadership of our church has has prayed uh, considerably about that and and considered the fact that uh, we have uh, many in our church that are at risk and so we have uh, uh, weighed that in determining when the best time to come together. Uh, we're going to meet outside as a way of uh, trying to keep uh, the risks at a minimum. Those who are uh, 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 who come next week, uh, we will have chairs and gr- family groups so that you can sit together as a family. But then those groups will be six feet apart. Uh, we will have. Uh, the tents from Bible school last year set up so that we can have some shade for those that uh, need some shade if the sun is is shining too bright. Uh, those who feel as though they're not able to uh, to walk back there without stumbling and falling, we don't want you to be at risk. Uh, we want you to uh, uh, drive your car around the uh, cemetery and come up behind uh, the tents and behind the, the chairs and uh, 
uh, be able to listen and participate in the service uh, from the safety of your car. Uh, those who feel as though they're uh, still too at risk to, to get out and sit in the chairs can, can do that as well. Uh, sit in your car with your windows cracked or, or open uh, so that you can hear uh, the uh, music and hear the worship service as we join together, uh, but still be safe uh, in the protection of your car. Uh, we want to do this as a way of coming together and easing back together, hopefully being uh, going back to uh, a day in which we can uh, come together as a church in the sanctuary, uh, coming together uh, uh, like we always did before. And we want to encourage you to let everybody know that uh, that we're going to have church next Sunday to come and join with us and uh, as we worship God and celebrate this time of coming together. Uh, so remember, Sunday, May 31st, 9.30 a.m., uh, we'll be outside the, uh, the, uh, uh, the church. We'll have the doors open for those that need to go in and use the facilities, uh, and, but uh, we won't have the sanctuary open uh, for us to go in and worship. We'll be worshiping outside like we do oftentimes at uh, Easter, and so we want to uh, remind you that we'll be outside worshiping together. Uh, well, until we meet uh, next Sunday, I pray that God will bless you, uh, that you will also remember that we're uh, coming together uh, as a podcast each day for prayer. Uh, share Share these podcasts with your friends. Send the links that I send out on the uh, uh, the, the group church uh, family text. Uh, uh, those uh, those uh, links that I share, uh, you can copy and paste those and send those out to your friends, and they'll be able to listen to these as well. Uh, then they'll be able to subscribe and uh, listen to them. We will continue to uh, have our podcasts and and share. Uh, for those of you who do not feel comfortable coming out, even next Sunday, we'll continue to have our podcasts, and so you'll be able to continue to participate from the safety of your home. We want you to, to realize that, uh, but we want to also come together for those who feel that they that they can. Uh, this is something that you need to decide if you're able to do. Uh, and so we want to uh, worship God together as uh, best we can. Until next time, God bless you.